Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Well, good evening, everybody. It's Friday night in some parts. It's Saturday morning in some parts as well. It's Saturday morning where I'm at, and BKFC's Knuckle Mania just came to an end, and we saw Paige Van Zant fight gallantly and valiantly in her BKFC debut, but unfortunately, she was on the wrong end of a unanimous decision to a very gritty and very game Britain Hart. Huge win for her. And we wish her a, a, a big heartfelt congratulations. It was a fun night of bare knuckle action in Florida. It was a crazy event, had uh, a little bit of everything. And we're going to talk all about it with all of you guys. I am Mike Heck being joined by Damon Martin, who's, who is here. Uh, we don't have video of Damon, but his melodious voice will be here. Damon, how are you, sir? Damon? Damon, Hello. Oh, yeah. Damon is oh, Damon, so are, enthralled with the mu- event. You are muted, Damon. I see that you're muted. It's on your side. I can't unmute you, sir. Hey, man, we, everything went so well. Oh, we well figured that out. Until we press live. <laughs> well, how are you, Casey? I'm doing wonderful, sir. You know, just Friday was, night. Talking about some fist that fighting. That was a fun event. Oh, dude, I am, a, I, I am not Josh Gross. I am not Mr. Grumpy. <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy I enjoy a good fist fight for a bag of money. So um, yeah, I had I had some issues with the event, but overall, very fun. Damon, let me, right. uh, can 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 we hit Damon up on? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll message him right now. I just I just did. Oh, okay, yeah, he is um, I have him as yeah uh yeah he he is muted, but that's from his end. You said he has no idea why. What? Should we have him like hop out and hop back in, maybe? Yeah, if he can just log All out, right. log back in. Tell him that. If you can hear us, Damon. Okay, he just logged out. Okay, cool. Well, while we await him for his arrival, uh, Britton Hart comes through with a big win against Paige Van Zant, um, and it seemed like early on, Casey, oh, wait, when oh, like, Damon, can we hear Damon? you? Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah. me now? Here we go. Yeah. It was right. it was because I compl- I com- I complained about the music because I was like, I like the music, but we just watched BKFC, so I felt like it should have been like five finger death punch or something coming in. <laughs> uh, welcome to the post fight show, Damon. So all right, I'll start I'll start with you now that you're here. Uh Britton Hart gets a big win over Paige Van Zandt. Paige showed a lot of gusto in the fight. She showed she could take some shots. She can land some shots. The fifth round, she showed a little bit of urgency, and that was definitely her best round of the fight. But what did you think of 
the performance page making her BKFC debut. There were a lot of questions. Did you think outside of not getting the win, do you think she answered a lot of those questions from some of the critics who questioned her decision to, to, to sign with BKFC? Uh, to a point, I mean, you know, I think obviously she avoided like a brutal knockout, which would have been you know, probably the worst way for her debut to go. But obviously, she still lost, and and outside of that fifth round, it was a you know fairly lopsided fight. I mean, Britain was landing the better punches. She looked more comfortable in the pocket. You know, Paige used a lot of footwork in the opening round, but then even when she got in the clinch, like she couldn't really land the punches. Britain was hitting her to the body. She just never really let her hands go. It looked like she focused a lot on her defense, which. Prevented her from eating too many punches, but she did have a pretty good mouse under her eye. And Britain had a, a stinger of her right hand that just kept clubbing Paige all night long. So not a bad showing at all, but uh, but obviously a disappointing you know night for her that she didn't get the win. But she did stick around to the final bell. And you know to her credit, Britain Hart's a, you know now a four time veteran of BKFC, so they didn't throw her you know like a, a give me opponent for her debut. Yeah, Britain has come a long way. She has absolutely paid her dues, and she gets better and better with each fight. What did you think of uh, the main event, Casey? Britain Hart's performance, even Paige Van Zandt's performance. Paige Van Zandt, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm making a lot of trying to look inside of her head here, but um, I think she was fighting not to lose. I don't think she was fighting to win, especially at the beginning of the fight. I think it took her a few rounds. I don't know if it's ring rust. Uh, I don't know if it's just it's just she's just maybe just uncomfortable with the environment because uh, unfamiliar with the environment. I mean, obviously she is unfamiliar with the environment, but it just took her way too long to get warm in there. And it wasn't too that like I predicted Britain was going to win this, but I thought the path to victory for Paige to win was just her pure just aggression and just go forward, go forward, and just use that toughness and just blah blah blah. But we really didn't see that till the fifth round. When if if that if the page in the fifth round would have showed up in round one, we have a completely different fight. But um, that wasn't the case. Um, Paige, I think that Damon said it wasn't it wasn't the worst case scenario. She she gave a respectable performance tonight for sure. Um, just she's she's just she's got to get better. She has I, I don't know if they she didn't get knocked out, but uh, yeah, just. We I mean, no one ever really thought Paige was a great stand-up striker, especially for hand in the first place. So I think that's why we were all a little bit shocked this even was happening in the first place. But uh, yeah, that, Brent, Miss um, Brent Hart looked Brent Hart looked very good tonight, and um, Paige looked rusty, I guess. Did you guys you guys heard the rumors right about like going into this? There was a rumor that they were talking about potentially matching her up against. Rachel Ostevich, did you guys hear that rumor? There was a rumor I going around, like, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a rumor that, like, I, and I don't mean, I don't mean any offense. I'm not saying this like as a as a dig to Rachel Ostevich, but like, I feel like Paige would have done a lot better with somebody with a you know a, an equal zero and zero record because you could tell, like, I think she was so focused as as Casey said not to lose. Like, she was so focused on her defense of not eating punches that like she had her hands held high. Good job doing that. Good footwork. You know, she never got hit with like a really, really big shot. Britain did tag her a few times, but she never got really blasted. But she never really let her offense go. And you feel like maybe that's that that nervousness of, you know, throwing bare knuckle for the first time. Like you feel like maybe if she would have fought someone with, you know, another O and O fighter, maybe it would have gone differently. But again, Britain's a, you know, three time fighter. She went, you know, three she went five rounds with Beck Rawlings in her debut. She just won a fourth round TKO. So I mean she had like 
legit bare knuckle experience. And man, I got to tell you, watching these fights tonight, like I've watched a lot of bare knuckle fighting championships, but like every time I watch it, like I'm flinching and clinching, like because it's just like man, like you know, it's like so real when they're throwing these punches. So you're kind of like, yeah, like that's that's not easy to step into. Yeah, I mean that first the first fight on the main card, uh Charissa Sagala and Taylor Ooh. Jenkins, good god. Those two, good for them. That that fight was crazy. It looked like two completely different people when it was all said and done. But yeah, it's one of those sports that like you watch it, it's like, man, this is this is raw. This is real. This is like this is what it's all about. Well, one thing you, you can tell why it was so real and, and two of the fights toward the end, um Chris Lieben's opponent and um oh, there's another one I forget. But they got punched in the face, and both of them thought they lost their eye. You know, they both thought they got eye poked. You know, and but it turned out, no, that's what it feels like when you get a bare knuckle right in your eyeball. You know, so uh, yeah, it's it is a different type of pain to get hit with a bare fist, even versus just because you no know, knuckles are sharp. You know, so they really dig in. So especially those like we hit right here, like in those eye socket. It, yeah, is is a very painful feeling for sure. So, Damon, you you are obviously more experienced in this realm than than I am. Um, I will say that there was only one media member that covered the Valor BK event in South Dakota a couple of years back, and it was I. So I watched Mark uh, Mark Godbeer almost kill Jack May uh, that night, and that was a very interesting night of fights. But the big story coming out of this event was not Britain Hart beating Paige Van Zandt, but there was this mystery woman who came into the ring at the end and started a skirmish with Britain Hart. And then Britain Hart just cut this tremendous promo at the end that just, just, I couldn't get enough of. Like I wanted to go on for 15 more minutes. It was that good. Uh, do you know who this woman was, Damon? So it, it is another person from BKFC and I'm, I'm falling short right now trying to come up with her name, but it is somebody else from BKFC. She was ringside. And I want to say it was, I, cause I think they had a fight either earlier in the night or it was the last event. And I think it's her, but I can't remember. The name is like completely escaping me, but it is a BKFC person. Uh, so yeah, I don't think it was planned. I think we saw that with the, uh, the other one with, uh, I think it was Reggie Barnett jumping into the dad and win <laughs> after he won the fight. Like he just randomly jumped in the ring. And then we had this other girl throwing water bottles. I was like, that's what I tweeted after the fight. I was like, BKFC really needs to work on their ringside security because like, they just got everybody <laughs> hopping in the ring. But do they, do they really need to work on it? Because I don't know. I feel like just get on in there guys. Like, it's just like, Whatever COVID protocols there were, yeah, there were there were maybe recommended protocols. I don't think anything was actually enforced because there were like sixty people in that ring. So, uh, yeah. yeah, the whole socially distanced crowd thing. Like, I kept watching the crowd shots, and I was like, nobody is six feet apart. Like, nobody at all is six feet apart in this crowd. They had like tables up front. There was like twenty twenty five people, and then like literally like. It seemed like 11 inches to their left and their right. There's another table of 20 to 25 people. But hey, listen, it's Florida. They do things a little <laughs> bit differently, and it is what it is. Um, the co-main event Ooh. was an awesome fight. Yes. Uh, that win and Johnny Bedford, that was a, a terrific fight. I thought that win won. It was very close. I think I probably have to go back and watch it like when I'm not doing other things. Uh, but from what I saw, I thought that win won the fight. What did you think, Casey? Did you think the judges got that one right? Yes, they they uh, they scored it right. Um, I can't I can't go I can't break it down round by round, but I definitely felt that win won the fight. 
Um, it was a great fight. It was just, man, like, was it five? Are they, are they two minute rounds? Bare knuckle? Yeah. yeah five, two five, minute five. So five two minute rounds. They, those gentlemen fought for 10 minutes straight and it was nonstop. It was really exciting. It had, it was, it was technical. It was brawly. It, it just it had everything and, um, just great, great performance. And, um, Clearly, they need, uh, that's fighting. They need to run that fight back. Well, I guess Reggie Barnett, but I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> but um, I, that was that was weird, but a very fun weird. Um, but um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm just kind of as a fan. I'm a big Johnny Bedford fan. I I I really like watching him fight. I didn't know too much about that when I heard good things about him. I saw the highlights. But um, excellent fight. Um, just great, t- um, great fight. And I was actually very impressed that the judges did score correctly. And when I, from what I looked on Twitter, most people seemed to uh, say they had that win edging it out too. So it doesn't seem like to be any sort of robbery. Yeah, it was it was an awesome fight. What did you it think was. of uh, the title fight, Damon? Yeah, I had a 3-2 for, for that to win. No controversy there. Great fight, though, man. I Because... I, Bedford Bedford came after him early and Dat tagged him up pretty hard. You saw Bedford was rocked. I think it was the end of the second round where he was wobbled pretty hard. And then uh, and then he came back. He landed some hard shots of his own later in the fight. But it just like it just seemed like Dat was the more accurate fighter, better counter punches throughout the fight. And uh, it was weird because Johnny had so much size on him in terms of like his height and reach. Like you were kind of waiting for Johnny to actually use that, but he kept like kind of diving on the inside yeah. and like kind of negating his own reach like not throwing straight punches when he actually did throw straight punches it seemed like johnny was landing better but he just kept like he was closing his own distance like he kept diving in on that and then dat was able to like counter punch him so it was a really good fight i have a feeling i think johnny bedford was like five and oh going into that fight so i feel like they're gonna end up yeah i think they're gonna end up running that one back and i don't think anyone will complain it was a fun fight yeah reggie barnack can 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 wait yeah. <laughs> um, if if you guys got some questions, I'll let me see. I'll admit I was hyped for Dat win, and he fulfilled the hype. Been a fan of Dat's for a while now. Yeah, that was a great fight. Um, before we get into some more questions about this event, because there is a lot to talk about, Casey, I'm going to start with you. I know I don't know how BKFC's like bonus structure is, but let's say it's similar to the UFC's, where they give like two performance bonuses and they give a fight of the night. Who are you giving it to? Fight of the night, clearly Bedford win. Uh, other two performance of the nights. Oh, uh, Chris Lieben. Obviously, yeah. You know what? Give Chris Lieben the two other performance bonuses right there. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Chris Lieben two performance bonuses. Um, and by the night for a Bedford win. Yeah, Chris Lieben had basically two knockouts. Yeah. So yeah, he should get a performance bonus. Oh, can we talk performance? About- oh, sorry. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we'll, other, we'll talk about Chris, other, we'll talk about Chris Lieben's fight in a little I want to talk about Chris Lieben's fight in a moment, but yeah, go on. Yes, Sorry. we will. I would give it to Lieben. I'd give it to John Childback, too. That dude looked awesome. I know he fought a fellow Massachusetts guy who, I don't know, he was a, a little outmatched, but he was like the quintessential Massachusetts fighter where he just took a beating but kept coming and then st- still landed shots as awkward as they looked. But man, that Childback kid, that was his first bare knuckle fight he looked awesome he looked really really good he even chris lytle was like he knocked out the guy yeah even, dash, right is that uh, yeah no yeah sorry a lot of these names are new to me so i'm trying to yeah he fought yeah, greg, I, uh, greg bono I, I i tell you what i think i i agree that nguyen and johnny bedford get fight tonight but i'm gonna throw out like I, I, another one because I thought the earlier fight, just because it was a battle, and even though it was kind of lopsided, it was still a fun fight. Was the Taylor Starling 
uh, Carissa Segala fight. Like, that was a really fun fight to kick off the card. Uh, and the other one I want to mention, I would agree, Chris Lieben, of course, naturally, you give it to him. Uh, and obviously, I would say, because I don't think you have to get a knockout to, to get a performance bonus. I think it's one thing I wish the UFC would actually change. Uh, but I would say, Britton Hart, obviously, you got to yeah. give her a performance bonus for doing what she did. But the other one I would mention is uh, Haim Ghazali, Bellator veteran, oh 47 God. years old, <laughs> getting God. a knockout. I, that was like, crazy. I, I, I actually messaged Damon on Slack. I'm like, holy shit, Haim Gonzali is on this card. And man, <laughs> that was so crazy. That was awesome. I remember interviewing Haim Gonzali before his last Bellator fight because him and his son fought on the same card in Connecticut. It was that night, it was that Bellator event where like every fight ended in a finish. It was like a clean sweep, finishes from start to finish. And like his son like broke the submission record, like the quickest submission oh, in Bellator history. Son. Oh, I didn't know that was the son. Okay, and now we remember, I'm putting it all together now. I remember that now. Yeah, wow. Cool. Was that, the, was that, the, Mitrion, was that the Mitrion, uh, uh, was it the, uh, oh God, was that, uh, why am I, the, the Russian, the Russian, why am I not thinking of his name? Uh, I know he's, I can, hair turn off, hair turn off? Yeah, hair there you go, hair yes, 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 so, yes, yes, yeah, yes, that's the one, yeah, that was the main event, I remember that, okay. Yes, it was that card. It was a fun one. And I remember interviewing him and he was like, yeah, this is my last fight. And then I'm going to, uh, you know, do some other things, find some other things that I love. I'm like, all right, well, like what? He goes, I want to do bare knuckle fighting. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, he said like, that? You are such a savage. Yeah. He's like, I was like, you're just such a savage. He goes, yeah, I just want to try it. I was like, you're like 45 years old. I was like, don't you want to like not fight anymore? He goes, he goes, you know, listen, I'm still young enough. I could still go. I want to try it. And damn it, you look pretty damn good tonight. I was about to say, because it said he was 47 years old, and the dude had, like, a six-pack. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what protein shakes he's drinking, man, but, man, Florida Florida Commission, yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> Florida, Florida, what gonna Florida. Yeah, Florida, Florida. Hey, but good for him, good for him. Yeah, yeah that was a fun one, too. Like, that was because he, if I, I remember, I, the, the night kind of is a blur now, but he got knocked down early and then comes mm -hmm. back and gets the knockout. So it's that a was a really fight. cool yeah, fight, too. Yeah. Like, it was, I, I tell you, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I know bare knuckles not for everybody. I'm not going to sit here and say that, it, you know, it can be, you know, tough to watch at moments and it can be brutal and things like that. But it is fun, man. They, like I said, they've had a few fun events. I mean, listen, if you didn't enjoy the buildup to, you know, Artem Lobov and Pauli Malignaggi, I mean, that was one of the biggest fights of, of 2019. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, like, say what you will about Bare Knuckle. That was a huge buildup, and uh, that was fun. And, and they've had some, I mean, obviously the, the Jason Knight-Artem Lobov fights have been fun. So, you know, like I said, it's not for everybody. I'm not going to tell you to, like, you know, you have to go buy their events or anything, but they've had some fun events. I agree. Oh, big shout out to Dylan Kleckler too. He had a, a, a nice body shot KO early on against Chris Jensen. Uh, so that was, that was a good that, finish. Oh, wow, that, that was that, brutal. Oh, that straight shot right to the ribs. Oh, that was awesome. Ooh. He was oh. Dunsky like right away. That uh, Dylan Kleckler, go look at his record, man. That guy is very successful. Uh, the, great MMA career doing really well in BKFC too. The, uh, so who lost a Hawaiian kid that lost the, Zach yeah, Zane, Zach Zane. It's just all these guys that fight bare knuckle, they come from such unique, different kind of organizations. Like, I didn't realize he was the guy that was supposed to fight um, Nick Newell in Bellator. Yep. And Nick, oh, Newell, yeah, got, Nick right. Newell got COVID. And so he had, oh, I guess I'll bare knuckle. You know? <laughs> so so it, it's just, yes. it's just, it's so interesting how each fighter's journey to get there is. That's the, that's kind of, you know. 
<laughs> that was that was a reaction. Mike mentioned it, but that was a reaction of us talking earlier with him with him fighting. He literally messaged like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he's fighting!" And so, <laughs> you just never know. Oh, and also, so we probably want to talk about this, but Lorenzo Hunt, the, the guy that knocked out Raw Murrow and that kind of kind of it was kind of a boring fight to the knockout. Did he have glitter on him? I swear he like he looked like he had some glitter lotion on him. Like he was like just shiny. He had the two the two dancers come out of him, but then oh, it, clearly, yeah. it clearly wasn't choreographed correctly because the dancers came out first and then they came back to the beginning. Like they did the walkout twice. It was like I love I love a good shit show. So that was that was great. <laughs> they walked so fa- they danced and walked so quickly. Like they were yeah. out of the shot immediately and then <laughs> Lorenzo Hunch is there dancing by himself. It was great. <laughs> the whole thing was great. The showmanship. It, and listen, the arena looked great. Like, it, it looks like a big deal. It looks like a big deal. Like, Knuckle Mania was like the perfect name for it because it was like a WrestleMania-esque setup for an event mm-hmm. like that. It was, it was, it looked great. It looked great. Yeah. And so, what, yeah, so I, I've, I've ahead, actually, I, don't, I don't know if you know, Mike, cool. I've, I've been to like uh, two, I've been to two, um, uh, bare knuckle events. I was at the first one, and no, I was at three. I've been at, I've been at three. I was at the first and second one, and I was at the Artem Poly one. And dude, like I know, I know people want to shit on bare knuckle, man, but they're live. It's they're fun. It fight. It, it makes the fighting is fun. I don't know. It just is. Let me let me say this also, and this is a tough one because, and and Casey and and Mike, you both know this because we've covered a lot of like non-UFC Bellator shows over the years, production on a regional or like a first-time, second-time kind of like show can be really, really rough. And I know this wasn't a first-time BKFC show. This is obviously they've had whatever it is, 16, 17 big cards, but like a big pay-per-view like this, like production value was great. I mean, the video looked great. Kudos to Fight TV and the other people who are producing the pay-per-view. Like the, I never had a problem all night. There was no buffering, no problems with the pay-per-view. The, the the camera work was great like it wasn't there wasn't like any of that kind of like b-league stuff you expect out of a card when you see something that's not you know ufc or bellator when they've been doing it for years and years and years you kind of expect to be like you know kind of a c-level show and it looked great production was great sound was great like little things that can kind of almost say ruin a show that can definitely bring it down a notch they got all that across the board man and, and dave feldman the president i've interviewed him many many times uh, he gets it, man. He understands the sport. He gets it, puts on a good show. And again, it's not for everybody. I'm not going to tell you it is, but it, it, it's fun. I, and I hope for those who, uh, who are watching who play the ponies and bet, I hope you didn't listen to Mystic Zach because if you did, you probably lost some money tonight. I just want to throw that out there. Good old Mystic Zach coming in and trying to make some picks and steer people in the right direction. But uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good event uh, overall. But my one... My one thing that I will say about Bare Knuckle that I wish they would do better, and it's just for like for our sake and for theirs as well, put some clips on social media. When there's a big finish, put those clips on social media so we can put them up there and promote your card and get you some extra views, especially if you're monetizing your social media, which you probably are with the amount of followers you have. Put some clips up there so we can share them. So we can do some stuff with them. Like we wanted to like write up some of these finishes and we couldn't find them anywhere unless like someone ripped off the video and we didn't want to do any gimmick infringement type stuff. So just put some clips up there. Other than that, tremendous night for them. But we have to talk about Chris Lieben. Yeah. Oh, we do have to talk about Chris Lieben. Before we, we go to Chris Lieben, I have to, my gripe, and I'm hoping Bare Knuckles, I mean, hoping Bare Knuckles is listening. Man, the, 
two issues. This for just from a very video production standpoint, it was killing me. And and regional promotions do this all the time. They go to the dang jib camera, the the overhead camera, way too much, way too much. There were so many times you were probably watching, and these guys are punching each other, and these or ladies punching each other, beating the crap at each other. And there's a camera guy this close to them, yet we're this we're this big jib camera about thirty feet away. It was just like killing me, like. There's camera guys right there. I want to be right there because that's the that's the that's the that's the charm of bare knuckle is that it's it's kind of brutal and you want to see these little fists punch them in the face. You want to hear that. And Mr. Director, I know I know you have a tough job. I know <laughs> lots of things are going on, but just cut to the cut to the better cameras faster, please, please, please. All right, Mr. Lieben, sorry. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Chris Lieben, Damon. What a performance. He basically got two knockouts and ended. It was like the perfect Chris Lieben exit. Like he had a wild firefight with a, a very tough guy, gets the win, rides off into the sunset, cuts a Chris Lieben-esque promo at the end. It was great. It was just like the perfect way you want to go out. So what did you think of his win? And, you know, at this point, it kind of like looking back at his career and all the legendary fights he had and all the wars, what's kind of his legacy in your mind? I mean, it's. I know, you know, again, I'm not saying that everyone should go out of their career as a bare knuckle fighter, but it's kind of like the perfect ending for Chris Lieben because he was always kind of that blood and guts, you know, you know, kind of, you know, throw until one guy falls over kind of fighter. That's just who he was. And, you know, win, lose, or draw, you knew if you were getting into a fight with Chris Lieben, it was going to be a fight. And so it's kind of perfect for him to go out as a bare knuckle fighter at 40 years old. And, you know, Chris has fought a lot of demons in his career, man, inside and outside the octagon. He talked about in his post-fight speech. He's very, very brutally honest about that. Uh, and when you see a guy at 40 stepping in there for one last fight, you kind of, you, you, you're kind of, you know, you're kind of cringing a little bit. Because you're like, man, I kind of expect the worst because, you know, sadly, so few fighters in combat sports, and this goes across boxing, MMA, whatever, uh, rarely do they go outstanding and rarely do they go out in a, in a memorable way. That's a good way. You know, usually you're like, Oh God, man, I wish you would have stopped or, Oh man, you know, like you don't want your last image of a guy being, and listen, I, the guy's a legend. I was like Anderson Silva, man, seeing him down on the canvas, getting knocked out by your eye hole. Like I don't, that's just not the image. I wish I had of that guy for his last fight. Uh, there's so few George St. Pierre moments where a guy goes out on a win or, or Habib Nurmagomedov where a guy goes out on a win so seeing Chris Levin out there throwing punches one last time, knocking a guy out basically twice in one fight, it lasts a minute seven. He doesn't really take any damage. Uh, I really, again, perfect way for him to go out. And uh, I know it's an MMA or a combat sports retirement, so that you know pretty much means nothing in this sport. But uh, I hope he is done. I hope that's you know, I hope he, I hope he can gladly go out with that kind of win. Yeah, I'd like to see him refing some of these fights. You know what I mean? Let's get get him a license, or at least get a job with BKFC. I think he deserves it. Oh, I, I think uh, he was asking for on one. Him, man. <laughs> he was asking for one yeah, post fight. <laughs> I hope to someday be rocking a BKFC polo <laughs> and walking around here. Get he absolutely should get him on as an ambassador of some yeah. kind. But Casey, your your thoughts on Lieben's win and you know the legacy he leaves behind in this sport? I've, I've been a big fan of Lieben. Um, he 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 kind of seems that. Um, he, he's part of that general he's, he's it's weird because he's actually part of that generation of mma fandom that i kind of actually i kind of hate and i kind of you know trashy shirts you know like hey let's just just bleed but if you are going to go that way go the chris Levin way you know just go all out and, and so that's why i really appreciate him he's, he he i don't think we're going to see fighters like him at a high level 
I don't know in the near in the near future. He he he's he's a rarity, and um, and I met him I met him a few times. Nice guy. Um, I've been to amateur MMA shows. He's refs my friends' fights and things like that. Oh, by the way, has a ref. <laughs> he is. He is. He he in the amateur fights. He would let the fighters go out like warriors. Let me just say that. <laughs> like he like I'm like bro. This isn't a, this isn't like a UFC championship fight. These are like amateur guys. That's kind of we're good, Chris. But but Chris Stevens, he's a great guy, and um, I'm I'm glad. Um, I'm 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 just happy. He just he looks like he looks ha- he looks happy, and as a fan, um, it just feels nice. And I'm glad he got the win. And um, yeah, I'm just he seems he seems to be in a good place and. And um, just happy of life and where he is. So yeah, big fan. Yeah, I agree. Good on him. Congratulations, huge win. It's the perfect way to go out, and uh, hopefully he he stays out. He's done enough in this in, in combat sports, and we can we can go from there. But good event overall. Do we have any uh, any other questions, thoughts yeah. on uh, oh how on about, Knuckle Mania? I haven't seen it. Oh, by the way, can, can I just say because you just pulled up that that um that comment before. The referee in that fight did a tremendous job, tremendous job, because, I mean, I didn't even see it, but the way that that dude reacted, yeah, Trent, loved the yeah. ref of the replay in the leaving fight. His opponent kept saying it was an eye poke when it was clear as day. It was a clean punch to the eye, and that if he couldn't continue, it would be a TKO. Yep, referee did a great job there, because I was convinced he was poked in the eye until it, I saw the replay. It looked like an eye poke. So, it, kind of, it kind of looked like an eye poke, but he's, yeah, saw the replay. And I, did, did, the, did the ref look at the replay? Uh, Either way, I don't know if he looked at the screen or like, ah, you know, he did one that was like, yeah, I think he did look at it. The unofficial replay, <laughs> instant replay. But uh, yeah, it was it was good. Um, who? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Ah, go on. <laughs> uh, for uh, for yeah. post, I just kind of throw it out there. Paige Van Zandt just posted on the on her Instagram a photo of her post fight. She said, "Humble in victory, humble in defeat." That's her post fight. I don't know if she actually did the press or not. I haven't heard, but. Yeah, so there you go. So, you know, still smiling, but, you know, kudos to her. Like I said, a lot of people doubted her going into it. And like I said, I don't know if she's ever going to be a bare knuckle superstar. I don't know if she's ever going to be a champion BKFC, but, you know, she went out there and did her thing. She showed up. And, uh, and like I said, man, and I don't mean this as an insult, but like, you know, BKFC did her no favors giving her somebody like Britton Hart, who was tough as nails and, you know, had a ton of experience. And uh, I think it would have been better. And, I, and again, you know, when I talked to Paige before the fight, she said, I, you know, I wanted a tough opponent. I had no problem with Britton Hart being the opponent, but I think they would have been better served giving her somebody a little less experience. But the fact that she did go five rounds and actually closed out the fight stronger than she started it, uh, you know, says well about Paige. And, you know, obviously she's, I assume she's going to keep going to BKFC. So, I think that bodes well for her future that she, you know, maybe she kind of got that experience under her belt. She knows what it's like now. She actually went out there and won that fifth round and, and, you know, maybe she'll just do better going forward. Yep. Couldn't have said it any better. And she, it looks like she knocked in a few of uh, Britain's teeth too. And Britain was like, she knocked my teeth in. <laughs> what did Britain yeah. say at the I, end about, I, I am, what did she say? Like, I'm not a fighter. I'm a feeling. Is that what it was? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not, not a, a fighter. I'm not a person. I'm a feeling. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if the edibles kicked in right after the fight or what. But um, I that that's that's gonna be. You know, we kind of have this. You know, end of the year. End of the year. I just want to make sure we remember that one. I'm not a I'm not a fighter. I'm a feeling, or I'm not a human. I don't know. It was amazing. I don't know. <laughs> 
What about what about what about fear? What about fear is the pathway to the dark side, and I'm oh, the yeah. dark side. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. That tell, was tremendous. Tell what you said. I said that to Mike during the show. Tell him what you said. I literally, I literally cried laughing at my computer with your response. I said I just reserved the time to get that tattoo done on my chest. Oh my god! I, cry, I was a, crying laughing at that response. I'm gonna get that in old English right here. Right, oh, right, right, great, man. right below my no regrets tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I am a Britain Hart Mark. I'm a Britain Hart Mark after tonight. I I thought and I and I thought the way they like built it up with the promo like before the card started, they made Britain look like the ultimate babyface and like Paige Van Zant was coming in to like you know destroy everything BKFC built and Britain Hart was like defending the sport. Like I was like, "Wow, they like positioned Paige to be a heel here. This is this is interesting." But uh yeah. Wow, I mean, it's just, just a fun just, event. Yeah, and a really good job just from a promotion standpoint. I felt um, BKF, <laughs> BKFC did for promoting this main event and just the the event as a whole. Um, I mean, tomorrow's of course. Apparently, there's some UFC fights tomorrow night, and tomorrow's card freaking rules. But yet, I felt at least coming into this, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure by Monday everyone's gonna forget about you know things that go. But it just felt there was more excitement for the tonight's card than tomorrow's card even though on paper tomorrow's card freaking rules but um it's just yeah good just good job by dave Feldman and on uh, the bk bkfc crew that's all you, you know we all know because we've all been in this sport for a long time you know how hard it is to break through the kind of noise of combat sports to actually get people to pay attention i mean look how many i mean think about like a guy like andre ward how great of a boxer he was like no one ever really watched like no one cared like he was like one of the greatest boxers but he could not draw a crowd people just didn't care when he fought and there's so many great fighters like that like you think about that even ufc fighters like you think about some of the best like no one tunes in to watch them no one is buying their pay-per-views kudos to bkfc whatever they're at now whatever it is like 16 17 shows they had the Artem Jason Knight fight, which everyone was talking about afterwards, maybe not the night of habit, but afterwards they were talking about. You had Artem and Paulie, which was, I mean, anyone that says that wasn't one of the biggest fights of that year is lying. That was a massive fight. The, the attention paid to that fight in that car was huge. And then tonight, like the lead up to Paige Van Zandt's debut, I mean, that was a big deal. I mean, they've had three, at least three, really memorable cards. And it's hard for any promotion not named UFC or, or even Bellator, for that matter, to break out with one good card. They've had three really memorable cards like that were, like, really buzzy and, like, you know, kind of transcended the, like, hardcore people in the sport. Like, that's that's an accomplishment, you know? And, and I feel like I know their fighters, too. I know their stories. And, that, like, like, it's, like you said, like, that's that's it. That's an accomplishment. You know, like I, I feel like I, I, I knew who Reggie Barnett was. I, I know Johnny Bedford now more as a BKFC fighter than a UFC fighter. I know Brenton Hart now. You know, um, I know I, I feel like I, I feel like Joey Beltran is like a bigger star now. You know, now I'm interested in that win. You know, it's just um, it's cool. I don't know. Good job. Yes, and I've said this before. Before we uh, wrap things up here, Sean Wheelock is a treasure. He is a great play-by-play guy i've always been a fan of sean wheelock he does a great job he knows the rules uh he's good at educating people on the sport as well which you know there were some different things about the judging and how things worked out in, in the bare knuckle world that i wasn't even aware of but sean was was very good at explaining that and uh he does such a great job chris Lytle did a great job as well and even uh 
Yuli Diaz when he when he stepped in there talking about his record breaking KO. Uh, he yeah. did a nice job as well. But it was just a and fun show. That, it was just a fun and show. Not that, and not that it matters, but Chris Lyle, like seriously, one of the nicest people ever in this sport. <laughs> I love Chris Lyle. That guy's great, and it's so cool to see him doing commentary. He's such a good guy. He he does a good job. Like I was actually really impressed by that. I, I even enjoyed. I, I even enjoyed the little. They did a little breakdown of. Um, um, bare knuckle techniques and what works in boxing and MMA and bare knuckle. They did that little little video package and just good stuff. I am I'm, I'm very very positive tonight. This is, this is, this is <laughs> yes. rare. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Even though we, we we had BKFC, we had Jose Canseco taking dives at rough and rowdy. I mean, this is a memorable Friday night. But uh, at this point, uh, I think we'll wrap it up here because listen, we get another day of this tomorrow. The UFC is back. UFC Vegas 18 incredible main card i'm very excited for it i'm excited for the 5 p.m eastern start time for the prelims it's just going to be a lot of fun and we're going to talk about it with all of you around 4 30 eastern uh before the fights we'll talk about it afterwards and go to bed everybody go to bed and bask in all of knuckle mania's glory age knows the rules now there you go so for damon for casey i am mike heck good night everybody You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.